0: What if you were the living embodiment of all pervasive peace? What if all sentient beings all around you increased their vibration towards harmony by merely being in your contact? What if through conscious reasoning, focused will, and intentional living, you reform yourself, thereby becoming a catalyst, and sparking transformation in others. I'm Shilpa Lewis, meditation and mindfulness coach for midlife mompreneurs, and you are listening to Omni Present Awareness, the podcast that will inspire you to use your story to serve humanity in not just healing, but thriving as souls, each fulfilling their highest purpose. Welcome to Omnipresent Awareness with Shilpa. This is your host, Shilpa Lewis, owner and founder of Omni Mindfulness Coaching. Before we get started, if you haven't already booked a free discovery session with me, click on the link in the description. I'm a holistic transformational life coach specializing in helping midlife mompreneurs bring balance, clarity, and life alignment. Both personally and professionally, so that you may live your best life. There is tremendous healing value in simply being able to know someone is holding authentic space for you to listen and be accessible as an accountability partner and mentor. If you feel overwhelmed or if you feel the need for some support navigating life as a mother or as an entrepreneur, I would love to provide you with my coaching. If any anecdotes from the stories of the guests from this episode or any of the podcast episodes resonate with you, or if you find any value at all from the content from these episodes, then consider booking a free discovery call with me. Together, we can manifest my vision to be instrumental in the biggest rise in consciousness and awareness and human transformation. And now, here is today's episode.
1: Hey, Tanya, long time no see.
2: Hello, Shilpa. We talk, we are laughing, guys, because we literally talk to each other every single day. Our sons have become like best friends so bear with us with our little um, inside jokes <laughs> although we've never
1: actually met face to face it's all been a zoom friendship
2: yeah all zoom all a virtual friendship which is flourishing which and it's just great
1: <laughs> absolutely okay well without further ado tanya i have questions for you
2: yes spit them out and sorry guys you're gonna hear my son he's uh He's with us today.
1: And um, I had to close the window, so. OK, tell us about yourself, Tanya, how you arrived at becoming a mompreneur.
2: OK, so about myself, I feel like that's such a loaded question every time I hear it. And I get to ask people that all the time um, and the language. Language is such a powerful tool, and I have become very conscious and mindful of the language I use on a day-to-day. So we tend to, as a society, give labels to everything, and I'd like people to challenge themselves to look beyond the labels and think of each quote-unquote little title as a multi Faceted entity. Everyone, you know, is a multifaceted entity that is wrapped in mystery and all that life brings. So, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense uh, to, to people listening, but, anyways, okay, so that being said, here are a couple things that I can say about myself. I'm a mother of three amazing children. My husband and I recently celebrated about 10 years of marriage. When I say about, people who have been married for a long time. You know what I mean by about, (laughs) it's roughly. Roughly. I have a little over 20 years of experience in customer relations in the medical field. I'm passionate about self-development and that helps me in all aspects of my life. I played basketball for many years, so from elementary school all the way up until university, I played for the University of Concordia here in uh, Montreal. And I mentioned that because I think it had a little something to do with my entrepreneurial spirit and my love of the human connection. I had an amazing set of uh, now women um, who have become my very close friends um, that I've gotten through basketball. And so I'm very grateful about that, and the connection I've made with those people um, is just so strong. I was very shy as a child, and and I had no sisters, so they became like my sisters, and it kind of got me out of my shyness. Um, that and my amazing family and other friends um, just makes me love being around people, and you know, yearning for that connection. And I think it's a great segue to the second part of the question, how I arrived at becoming a mompreneur. Um, And to do that, I'll say that I've always had that lean towards entrepreneurship. I ventured into a couple of MLMs, uh, multi-level marketing businesses, until I decided to go on to create Zenia Coaching. And then my children have helped me or have helped give me the title of mompreneur right because you know you're not a mompreneur if you don't have children although you can be a mompreneur I think you know and have like pets or just be uh, that kind of nurturing soul I think I think that should go out there in the world too it's not necessarily you know um, having children human children um so I'd say I've arrived at becoming a mompreneur through my need to connect with people at a deeper level and of course my deep desire to contribute. Um, It would also be a huge disservice to anyone listening if I omitted welcoming a life of abundance. I really want that for myself and my family. A life of financial freedom is inevitable when business is done right. Um, So I'm asking the universe, I'm waiting, <laughs> it's coming. Like full abundance, like, you know, really uh, pouring of abundance, I'm waiting, it's it's coming. It's I'm, I'm already very blessed. Um, and by done right, I mean, truly wanting what is best for the person you're serving. That's what I mean by done right. Um, so yeah, that's about it. So Shilpa, tell our audience a little about yourself and how you arrived at becoming a mompreneur.
1: Well, okay. Let's start with um, something that really struck me when you were saying um, how language is critical in communication and connection. I've always been very conscientious of words that I use. And um, it's interesting because as a mindfulness practitioner, and I call myself a practitioner because I'm not perfect, but a mindfulness practitioner, I I do have a very keen awareness of what I say and how I say it. And uh, one of my favorite quotes, and I, I have to figure out who said it, but it's words can be windows or it can be a wall.
2: That's a good so, one, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so I um, want to hone in on that because you mentioned the multifaceted nature of who you are and that i'll go into that deeper as i explain why i want to be a mompreneur. but let's just say words and being multifaceted is like one of my core values and um how i communicate with others is very um, essentially part of my personality like i enjoy it but i also am very conscientious of the words and labels that i use and that also helps our children as they start perceiving the world. Okay, so a little bit about where I'm at in my life right now. Um, I'm a mom of a one year, or one year eight year old child, but I'm only a mom of one child. And I honor all the souls who can take care of more than one soul. <laughs> I have a good one, but it, it, being a mom to me was interesting because I'm an older mom and so I, I was like in my 30s when I got married and I think I was in my early 40s by the time I had my son and there was a whole new mindset I needed to have going to like elementary school and preschool where the people that are dropping out their children look like they could be children themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a different mindset, but I had spent most of my adult life in corporate and it was a whole faceted, multi, multi-faceted world in of itself, but a world that had taken so much energy out of me. And that at some point uh, my journey was well, I'd like to get married. I'd like to meet someone one day, not be a new podcast one day. I'll go into that, how I met my husband. But I was like, I don't know, in my late thirties and I finally met him. It was instant. It was connection. And the moment I met him, there was like this little seed of thought that came into my head. Like, do I really want to go back to corporate? But I stayed stayed for another 10 years. But Mm -hmm. I remember telling him and researching if I were to become an entrepreneur, what would it take? What would I want to do? So I started kind of dabbling—if that's a right word—in yeah. the world of becoming an entrepreneur. I shortly, like before two thousand nineteen, um, or in the early part of two thousand nineteen, even started a catering business. And I've always loved to cook, and I considered, well, do I want to do that? And that's another podcast on its own. <laughs> but let's just say fast forward to now, 2019. I did a tremendous amount of soul searching. A good childhood friend came to visit. And I think there are moments where the universe is just talk, trying to nudge you and talk to you. Yeah. And it comes your communication through somebody you can trust. And this friend um, <clears throat> brought light to my life she reminded me that wow you have this incredible relationship with your husband a beautiful child a beautiful home um did you have a good life and i remember the very next day going for a walk with my husband and son it was really sunny and beautiful and i thought i'm ready to be brave enough to try something new and i um Had been researching different programs for meditation coaching, and I decided to um, get braver (laughs) because I hadn't been working for a couple of years. I on again a little bit of consulting and contract, and I decided I'm going to go ahead and sign up for a program. And the program was to start in 2020, and ironically, the program started the week we went into lockdown. You know, in case you haven't heard, there was a world pandemic.
2: <laughs> and it happened to be the prog- the program where we met.
1: The program where we met. And um, it was life-changing. I sincerely could see that I could not only transform myself, reform myself continually as a practitioner of meditation, but maybe I can also help other people, particularly women, because I often felt like there was no coach, there was no mentor that I needed when I needed one in corporate world. And they exist, but I was not fortunate enough to find it. So I'm hoping I can be that person.
2: Right. For other people. you are that person, yes. You are that person now for, for other people. I think it's, it's appropriate for us to shout out uh, to uh, Sora. That's, that's where we got our certificate from. So it was a great program that helped both of us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So tremendously, yeah. It's a program that Sura uses Sura flow, and it definitely brought a flow of energy
2: yeah.
1: into our life, right. our, our entrepreneur life. Um, and having said that, yeah, what I did incorporate, it was instrumental in helping me now. I used to always say, well, I have all these design and research skills. I, I should have my own business and just be my own designer and researcher. And part of what Tanya and I do, or what we do now, is we interview people, and I find it so refreshing. Mm -hmm. I get energized when I hear other people's stories. A lot of what I did in corporate was ethnographic research, and I just love just giving somebody that safe space. Yes. And their story will help others.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I feel the same way.
1: So I think I answered your question.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes, you answered it very well.
1: (laughs) Okay, so Tanya, another question for you. Yes. What is the biggest display of emergence to date when it comes to your business?
2: Good question. My biggest display of emergence to date, I would have to say, is my collaboration with you. It has pushed me to quickly learn and produce and put out content that would probably stay stuck in my head for forever or in files on my computer. <laughs> I absolutely love this collaboration because I don't think there are many out there that are like it. And it's, it's sad to say, um, but it's only because unfortunately many people aren't able to put their ego aside for long enough to collaborate with someone else. And it's not to say that we haven't displayed a couple of, of ego um, conversations, but they're never huge <laughs> egos that are flaring and aren't able to listen to each other. Um, so I think it's an amazing collaboration. I think it has to be the biggest display of emergence because it's it's pushing me to be consistent. Um, and there's truly something magical when we're able to empower each other and I would love for our listeners to be able to find that someone they can empower or be empowered by, because I feel like this is a, a nice little opportunity for for people to just connect and come together, you know, and, and be able to help each other out. So, And I feel like this could be a nice little opportunity for me to plug in. Uh, our upcoming Mindful Mompreneur Moments podcast that will be launching in October sometime in October we're not sure exactly when yet so I'm shamelessly putting it out there so you can stay tuned for that all of you listening stay tuned for our Mindful Mompreneur Moments podcast that's That's
1: it for me Okay. Yes, absolutely. I'll start from the end and then work a little bit higher um, in terms of
2: that question. Yeah,
1: Yeah. exactly. Um, so starting from what Tanya said, yes, um, we have, um, I, I guess, given birth.
2: <laughs> yeah, emerging into.
1: <laughs> as mompreneurs. Yeah,
2: emerging <laughs> into another venture. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, to m- mindful. Mompreneur moments. Why moments? Because as practitioners of mindfulness, we know that everything happens in the moment, awareness and breath. Now, absolutely, I agree with Tanya that this collaboration was one of the most um, organically natural things that emerged um, in our friendship. And um, I had put the intention out of, over a year ago when Tanya interviewed me for her podcast that my god you have sparked something in me and I want to do something with you and I don't know what that is but we, we, I would love to collaborate with you
2: and, yeah. didn't and you know didn't that. even mention it really and eh? you just kind of put it out there in the universe yeah you hadn't mentioned it right away yeah
1: I yeah so um The emerging nature of what has occurred here is that the collaboration has allowed me to heal on some level because some of the things that I experienced in the last 20 plus years in corporate was often feeling isolation and um, lack of team camaraderie. And um, I think I had put in the universe that I hope one day I can be around like-minded individuals and you know when tanya when you mentioned ego i think often when i hear the word ego it's like somebody thinks they're better or bet something but in the collaboration that's not how i feel it i feel like with us it's been more like two people with the best of intention who are um very passionate and are driven because the moment we decided to start working together it's like you were describing like we started having this momentum around ideas and thoughts that were maybe good ideas but they were in boxes you know
2: that's right we had to open up the boxes and put them in the right places
1: yeah and so I mean we have come up with schedules ideas that have been mapped out for the next year and it's not just ideas anymore they're things that are being lit on fire and action is being taken. Um, and we show up for each other, which is great. But what's exciting is again, going back to the end is, um, it's given us an opportunity to give a platform to other women who we believe um, can influence and be a catalyst to the change that others are going through. Not just women, we have men, That will be on our podcast and but they each have a facet going back to multifaceted they have a facet of what it means to live a holistically integrated mindful life and so i i look forward to our listeners um giving us some love in the near future when they start listening to our podcast
2: yeah absolutely because we truly want to be able to empower The guests that we have on our podcast and be able to share their light as well, because we we are very much alike in the sense that we, we have the best interest of the person that we are interacting with. And so because we have the best interest for that person, we hope that also that person has the best, not even we hope, because we know that the people that we choose are like minded as well. And so the power of connection and empowering each other, I think is just going to go, it's going to skyrocket. So I always like to tell our audience, this is just like, you're going to see us make bloopers out of all of these initial (laughs) things that we're doing all of our lives. Oh, by the way, we do lives every Monday on our Facebook page. So we're going to put the links on the description of this podcast, but be sure to Go and follow Mindful Mompreneurs on Facebook. But yeah, every Monday.
1: Yeah, every Monday, every we go Monday. On and then we're the Matcha Moms. Yeah,
2: we're the just- <laughs> Matcha <laughs> Mindful Mompreneur Moments. There's a lot of Mondays. There's uh, <laughs> an om moment. Um, yeah, with all the M's, uh-huh. the is longer. But anyways, <laughs> we love to empower our guests and, um, in turn, empower our audience and then be able to see them thrive. So that's why we like you guys also to join into the conversation so we can see what you're doing to see if you got inspired. And anyways, I'm gonna stop talking, but we're getting so passionate about what we're doing. And so there's no doubt that we're gonna be using these as bloopers because you know we're gonna start off with these this technology that's dated. You see our screens are not high tech. but watch us guys. This is just the beginning. I have a good feeling about this because the best of intentions are out there for for everyone. Yeah.
1: And uh, just to give our listeners a little bit of a glimpse, um, in the month of September, the first set of podcasts that will be coming out for Mindful Mompreneurs will be around the topic of emergence, which we will... Um, that's our, like our meta topic, emergence, and then next month is emergence and resilience and then we have emergence and holistic wellness and emergence and tuning in and healing so that's for the next four months and we have some great i would call them souls lined up beautiful souls with beautiful messages um a lot of anecdotes like we will um share stories from people who survived a variety of life challenges that others can relate to.
2: yeah, yeah. And stay tuned, guys. It's gonna be a great podcast with some inspirational people.
1: So Tanya, without further ado, the final question. yes. insights, give me your insights, Tanya.
2: Okay, so insights. I'm gonna share one or maybe mm-hmm. two. <laughs> and I shared this on one of our lives and it's operate out of faith and not fear. That's one of my biggest insights to operate out of faith and not fear. One of what I like to call my virtual mentors, his name is Peter Sage. If you want to look him up, he's pretty good. Always says we live in a growth centric universe, not a comfort centric universe. So things are going to be thrown at us that we, that will make us grow. It's not gonna make us comfortable. It's gonna make us actually very uncomfortable sometimes, and uh, it it just makes us grow. Whatever comes at us, will we'll, you have to put it in the perspective of how can I grow from this? We're here to grow, and love is at the center of that growth. So that would be my insight. How about you, Shilpa?
1: Um. So my upbringing was um, strongly influenced by, and I would say my path was set at a young age without me even knowing, um, by Paramahansa Yogananda, my group. And one of the messages that I've learned from my upbringing is fear nothing but fear itself and keep on keeping on. And honestly, when I say I'm work in progress, I am. Same. I I, I, get, I get teary-eyed because every day I have to show for myself. There are days where I'm like, okay, well, because I set the bar really high.
2: Yeah.
1: Once you set the bar really high, it's so easy to get messy and fumble. And I'm going somewhere with this. My point is, is that it's okay to not be perfect. Show yeah. up every day and keep practicing. Um, mindfulness is a practice yeah and be kind to yourself so that's what i mean by fear nothing but fear itself keep on keeping on and like tanya said have faith
2: yeah beautiful i hope this resonates with a lot of people because i'm telling you you gave me chills a couple of times so um, it was a great one i thought i think we were both kind of like just gonna have a conversation here and you know whatever resonates resonates we'll stick to whatever and we usually don't edit our stuff guys um so what what you get is yeah is what you get (laughs) so yeah yeah, thanks shilpa
1: thank you uh one thing for our audience what tanya just said just kind of uh, reiterating it is that authenticity is one of our core values
2: yes absolutely so like I said, what you see is what you get. And uh, we are a work in progress, as are many of our fellow humans. So um, bear with us, but stick with us, because I think that the guests that we have are inspirational, and I think we can all learn a lot from each other. So yeah. with that, I will say many blessings to all of you. Many blessings to you, Shilpa. Many blessings.
1: Many <laughs> blessings to our listeners. Yes. And future
2: listeners who don't even know, they'll be listening. Yeah, they don't even know it yet.
0: <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe, follow, like, and share. All of the links are in the description below. And continue to be omnipresent.